Hello to each and every listener. This is, in fact, the Paul Leslie Hour, and we thank you for listening. It's an honor to have you on the other end. On this episode, we're going to play Paul Leslie's interview with Anna Uraru. Now, this interview received quite a lot of attention when it originally was broadcast. In fact, an excerpt of it appeared on Pro TV, a national television channel in Romania. You see, Anna Ularu is an actress from Bucharest, Romania. She has appeared in such films as Outbound in 2010, Sunta Baba Kamenista in 2013, and Italiana in 2004. She also appeared in the film Serena, directed by Suzanne Beer, starring Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. In addition to her acting career, Anna is also a singer, and she recorded an album with the band Sunday People, and she has performed in concert as well as on television. The word that best describes this lovely, young, talented lady is artiste, yes. And we think this interview will connect you with her, her essence. Real quick, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour. It's simple and easy. Just go to www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. And we thank everyone who's contributing. Now let's begin our interview with Paul Leslie and international recording artist and motion picture actress, Anna Ularu. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure to welcome our special guest, Anna Ularu. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I think most stories are best from the beginning. What was life like growing up? It was beautiful. I've only lived through about four years of communist times, which I haven't really figured out at all because I was a kid. And I grew up in a family of artists. Both of my parents are production designers. My dad is also a painter. So I kind of grew up on the stage and on film sets, which was a lovely, a lovely time. I've had a most unusual childhood and a beautiful childhood at that. And where were you born? I was born in Bucharest and raised in Bucharest, where is where I live right now. In the country of Romania, for everyone yes. listening. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you considered, would you consider yourself introverted or extroverted? I think I would, I'm not, I'm not sure actually, because I'm actually a very timid person, which doesn't justify in any way the, the choice of profession that I made. But I'm, I'm quite outward in many things, and the more I grew up and matured, I became more of an extrovert, I think. A very sociable person. What movies did you like most as a young person? I grew up watching movies, and during my high school, my high school years, I basically did this pact with myself where I watched about three films a day, every day. Wow. And I, yeah, 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 it was, it was a beautiful time and I kind of miss it now that I don't have as much time as I used to. And I loved Truffaut and Godard and I loved Mike, which I still do. Well, I still love all of them and I love Woody Allen and Jim Jarmusch and Gus Van Sant, Fellini, Pasolini, which is one of my favorites. 
Teorema and Mama Roma being two of my favorite films. I don't know. It, it's always difficult for me to make these lists because I'm, I, I love my films. I consider them my films in, in many ways. You would rather act than watch a movie. I would rather act than watch a movie. At some point in my choices, I basically chose to be an actor at the age of six. And from then on pursued that. I made my debut at the age of nine. But at some point, I kind of wanted to take a turn and become a director a film director, and I wanted to go to the Berlin Film School, the DFFB, which is a brilliant film school, but I was too young for it at the time, and they have this admission age. And so I kind of took another detour and decided to go back to acting, which I enjoy very much. I realized I wasn't ready to go into directing yet. It's still there. Are you a lover of theater? I am, and I also perform in theater as often as I can. Having worked a lot abroad lately, it's not been as easy because you have to be there to um, to work on a play. But I'm just going to have my premiere of The Good Person of Sichuan, Bertolt Brecht's play, this autumn. And I've been working constantly in theatre as well, and as well as a, a lover of theatre, a great spectator of theatre. Whether it's a theatre role or a movie role, how do you know that it's right for you? I love it when something challenges me. I've always gone to these weird, what what Americans might call character actors. I've gone to these roles that are um, a bit more challenging and usually have a quirk or something in them. And I kind of love not... I've been told that I could not be typecast at some point, which scared me because I was very young then and I thought I wouldn't find a place for myself. But not being typecast is the best thing that ever happened to me because I get to experience a lot of things. So what motivates you? I love my job. I love it. I chose it. And even though I hate it at times and even though it's a moody mistress, <laughs> this this whole art thing. I still enjoy it. And when I'm creating, when I'm working on a role, it's the best thing. It's the best feeling ever. So that's what I enjoy. That's what motivates me more than anything else is just constantly working and, and creating new characters. Our special guest is Anna Ularu. She's an actress. Thank you very much for joining us. What are you working on at the moment? I'm working on a British film at the moment, also on a short film, a Romanian film, and two plays, The Good Person of Sichuan, which will be uh, starting again in October in Bucharest, and another musical play. Are you getting enough sleep? That's not really. <laughs> I guess not. But no. I just, shot, I just fired my first rifle today. That was an experience. Ah. <laughs> You would say that passion is very important for you. It is. It is. You've filmed in a few different locations around the world. Tell us about some of the places that you've filmed in. I've shot in Prague, actually two films at the same time, one of them being Serena, the Susanna Beer film starring Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence that's going to be out this fall, actually quite soon in October. And I've shot that at the same time as a Romanian film, well, an English-Swedish-Romanian co-production. So basically I was working on two films at the same time in Prague. 
definitely my favorite location for shooting was Nepal, where I shot a Pinewood Pictures production called Camera Trap. And it was just breathtaking to be in, in Nepal, in, uh, in the Himalayas. It was the most beautiful scenery one could ever take in. And I've also shot in Budapest, in Hungary, a couple of times. And Bulgaria, where I shot an Italian film, a sci-fi, spoken in English. And yeah, I, I, I just enjoy the traveling that comes along with the job, I guess. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about the time you spent there in Nepal. You talked about the scenery. Try to paint a picture for us. What, what did you see? Well, we shot at, I'm not sure about the altitude, we shot in a, out of a tiny village called Tasang, which I think was about 3,000 or 4,000 meters high in the Himalayas. And we would wake up every day to the most stunning sunrises over the Himalayas. It's something that cannot really be put into words. It cannot be put into pictures either. And believe me, we took a lot of pictures of the thing. But it was just it was just beautiful to be completely cut off from civilization. There was no signal on our cell phones. There was no internet. There was no anything, basically. So what you would do in a day was shoot in the snow, in whatever the Himalayas had to throw at you. And then you would go back home and have the most relaxing of sleep in minus 15 degrees Celsius. <laughs> so that was, that was like, it was an extreme adventure, but I loved every second of it. And I vowed to myself to go back to Nepal one day because it was beautiful. You're also a lover of music. Tell us a little bit about that. I've grown up a lot of, uh, around a lot of music. My parents were um, the people that loved music as well. So I grew up with records, with vinyl. And then at about 11 or 12 years old, I realized I really loved my rock and roll. And I became a, f a fierce rocker, so to speak. One of my favorite band, Remaining Pearl Jam. And later on in my life, I joined a band and I was a lead singer for three years for that band. We had an album out, which is online. The band is called Sunday People and the album is called One. I feel it's beautiful music and it was lovely to create, but I, I haven't gone back to, to, uh, to singing because I didn't have the time and also because that was in itself such a beautiful experience of gigging and and recording and writing this music so i can try and and relive it right now who do you admire the most as an actor i've got a lot of actors i love i think it's always hard for me to make these lists of people that inspire me i don't have idols per se but i love helen mirren a lot she's the kind of actress i adore and also Judy Dench and, of course, Al Pacino. And there are so many. Julianne Moore is also one of my favorite actresses. There's a bunch of people. Anna Magnani, speaking of Pasolini, of which we spoke earlier. I can't really pinpoint Terence Stamp. All of these names just come into mind. Of, of kind of, I think I have a pattern of strong actors that I like. What one person has taught you the most about your art? They don't have to be an actor. They could be anybody, a teacher, anything. I'm not sure. I think I kind of take every experience with its own lessons. And there's a lot to be learned from, from different types of experiences. The best 
lesson in acting that I've learned was when I had my first audition at the age of nine. It was an audition for a French film, and at the time I knew very little French. And so I learned my lines at home, and my mom told me to not to, she just said, say every line like it was you that was saying it. And I think that was the best acting advice that I still follow today, to just incorporate everything and make it your own. And the rest of it is just every experience coming, every new role coming with its own teachings. I never go into a project thinking that I know how to do it. It's always in, like starting fresh, like <laughs> like it was your first job, I think. What are your most vivid memories of the time that you spent with Outbound? I think there was a lot of, we had a lot of talks, Bogdana Petri, the director and, and myself, because at some point the character was taken over, so to speak. And so with each new scene, we realized that if we did something that might betray the character that was already created, we had to go back and be true to her. So we were looking over the dailies and we would, or overtakes, and we would think, no, this is something that she wouldn't do. And so we'd have to stick with that very, very strong character. So that's, that's a really vivid memory. And also, you know, it was a, a month of shooting in sometimes extreme conditions, and it was something that we did without ever thinking that there might be some um, rewards for it. We were just very focused on the project. And for me, it became reaped a lot of rewards, so to speak. I became a shooting star after it. I found my agent after it. So it, it was a great experience even after it was over. But while it was happening, we were so focused on being truthful to the story and to the character. We never thought about anything else. What do you think the role of an artist is? I think I'm still trying to find out, but I think an artist should in some way or another be the voice of his generation and, and help the world find beauty and expand their imagination and become I don't know, more open to the magic that happens all around us with life, with nature, with with human feelings, with whatever makes us brittle or powerful or I think I think an artist really helps in, in discovering more of our humanity. What do you like the most about your existence? I like that it's surprising. I like that it's that I can never plan anything because, you know, there's life going on around and it kind of it foils your plans at one point or another and I, I like the fact that I find out about new things all the time I'm, I'm a very curious person I'm inquisitive about many things and the one thing that annoys me about the fact that my existence is limited is the fact that I won't be able to see what happens further what what will become history what the world will, will turn into I'm really interested in that that's such an interesting perspective, I have to say. I like that. This is kind of open-ended. For anyone who's listening to this, what would you say to them? Look around you, and that's it, I think. So my last question, who is Anna Laura? I am, or she is, to use the Brechtian um, <laughs> pronoun, sort of a 
growing child, I guess, and a cartoon in many ways, and a very curious and um, affectionate person towards the world. <laughs> well, Anna, thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. It's been a pleasure. Likewise. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for stopping by today. If you enjoyed our program, consider telling a friend about it. The Paul Leslie Hour is made possible through people just like you. So you want to keep the show going, right? Go to thepaulleslie.com. That's thepaulleslie.com. Click on Support the Show. And thanks to everyone who contributes. Performance of the intro music is courtesy of John Primerano, The Entertainer, written by Scott Joplin. End credit theme music is courtesy of John Primerano, the traditional song, Corina, Corina. Your announcer is Dan Gold. Hey, that's me. The show is hosted and produced by Paul Leslie. And we'll see you next time on the Paul Leslie Hour.